0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to Joshua Live. I'm Gary Temple Bodley. Today's episode is all about the next step. What's the next step for you? Well, really, you don't have to think about it. Joshua and White Light have been talking about this idea that looking forward to the next step is all you really have to do. And then going into whatever experience that is, looking for perfection and seeing yourself from as high a perspective as you can believe. The next step will present exactly what you need when you need it, and there's no really uh, need to make goals or lists or any of these things or to plan out your life or even to hope and dream and wish for things. You'll get all those things as long as you go with the experiences that are coming for you, and you'll have all these experiences. The idea is to shift your perspective as high as you can, and those experiences will turn out to be very joyful. In fact, every experience can be had in joy. And this is a very interesting concept. Could you really have every experience in joy? Well, according to Joshua in the White Light, you sure can. And in this episode, Joshua explains how this is accomplished. It's a leading edge conversation. You might have to listen to it a few times, but it's a very exciting one. I really enjoyed doing it and listening back to it. There was a lot of aha moments for me. So I'm sure there will be for you as well. Before we begin, we have an activations program. It's a four-week program starting December 2nd. There's nothing you have to do. You'll join the group of about 100 people, and you will receive an activation done by Christy, Crystal, and Chris. This will speak through light language directly to the cells of your body and the DNA. It's a very interesting concept. I've had eight activations so far, and my most profound one was last week, when I did a private one with Christy, and it was amazing. I felt a lot of things going on during the activation. I saw geometric patterns, I felt a shift in my sacral and root chakras. And then coming out of that, the next day I woke up with so much energy and I've had this energy since then. It's really profound. It's I've never felt anything like this. My body feels fantastic. It took a few activations to get to this point, but that's what this level one activation is all about, is getting your body ready for that. This is an idea of coherence where we are unifying the body, mind, and spirit as talked about on the last podcast. So if you haven't listened to that one, it's uh, definitely worth your time. But what they're saying is that these activations speak to the DNA directly through light language. For me, I'm 60 years old. I don't have a pain anywhere in my body. No aches, nothing. I have so much energy. I'm sleeping great and really productive. I get so much inspiration now and I'm acting easily on this inspiration. It was really like there was a release of fear. I could actually sort of feel it leave my body. And with that, a lot of my limiting beliefs left as well. So it's much easier to hear the inspiration and then take action and this has led to a fabulous last two weeks i've I've really connected more to everything I've been doing and I'm looking forward to this group as well. We're going to have about a hundred people going through it all over the world and in this group if you join, you get to invite a friend for free. What you'll see is a lot of people notice things happening in their first view activations but it's really setting you up for the profound changes that are come to the, because each activation works on top of the previous one. And you sort of build this coherence as you go through and it feels great. So everyone gets messages and some people get their intuitive abilities start to come online. They get a lot of clarity and they get a lot more inspiration. If you'd like more information, I can have a, I have a whole package of information I can send you. It's about five pages long. And it'll tell you everything that we know so far. So send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com. And also we have another podcast called An Unimaginable Life. You can find that on Spotify or Podbean. Check that out. It's Christy and I telling some of our unimaginable stories and channeling and medium sessions and all that woo-woo stuff. We are calling it the most woo-woo show in the history of the world. And so if you're into the woo-woo, this might be something you really enjoy. Also, please remember to like, and subscribe, and share it with your friends, and leave a review, and a comment, and all that great stuff. We appreciate everything you do to help us get this word out, and we couldn't do it without you. So, thanks so much, and let's get going with this show. We are thrilled to be here. Hi, Joshua. Welcome. Hi, Joshua. Hi, Joshua. If you've ever wondered where your life is taking you, where you should be going, where the next step is in your journey, you'll never have to worry about it for very long because that next step is the next step. It's the next thing that's coming to you. It's the next thing that's going to happen. It's going to be whatever it's going to be. And it'll be the perfect reflection of the intentions you set prior to your birth, of your expectations, of your beliefs, and of your perspective. If really all you have control over is how you choose to view things, you're all doing a remarkable job because you're all choosing to believe you're the creator of your reality. You're choosing to believe that everything is happening, is happening for you. You're choosing to see everything from a higher perspective. Some of you are looking at things as how could they possibly be perfect? How could they possibly be right? How could they possibly be moving me along on my journey of self-discovery? You're asking the questions and in those questions is joy. Joy is anything above that emotional horizon line. And curiosity is certainly above that line. So if you're ever wondering where your life is taking you, you only need to know what is the next step in front of you. And sometimes you'll go along and you'll see something that's wrong or bad from your perspective. And maybe you'll reconsider that. Maybe you'll look at it another way. Maybe you'll think, how could that be right? If everything's happening for me, then what is this showing me? What are these people showing me? What is this event showing me? What are these thoughts showing me? You see, you're attracting everything based in your vibration or your perspective, everything that you need. And you don't have to worry about it because you will always have the experiences you need to have when you need to have them. But you are designed to go through those experiences in joy. If you didn't know that you were separate, if you didn't know that you can't remember who you truly are, If you could feel connected as you truly are, if you could remember who you are, then undoubtedly you'll experience everything in joy. But from that perspective, you wouldn't create a lot of desires. You wouldn't take a lot of action. You wouldn't have the emotions that you have now or the feelings. You would be coasting along with whatever the group decides to do because you would submit to that group. But because you find yourself believing that you're an individual, separate from all that is, you are thinking in your own terms any way you like. You can believe that you are the victim to what's going on out there, and you will have a very expansive life as a result. It won't be a fun life or an interesting life or an exciting life, but it'll be expansive. Well, if you could think beyond the illusion, rise above that, at least intellectually, well, then you now are choosing a perspective. And the higher you can choose a perspective that your belief systems will allow, the more joy you will experience. It comes down to beliefs. What will you allow yourself to believe? How high will you allow yourself to think of yourself? You see, your perspective is how you perceive yourself in every area of your life. The areas that are working good, well, you perceive yourself from a very high perspective. The areas that are not working so well, well, there's something about you that you believe is true that isn't true. There's some way of being that is inaccurate or inauthentic. And you know this to be the fact, if you ever feel negative emotion in those areas of your life, you see the negative emotion is the most basic form of guidance. If you are feeling negative emotion upon witnessing or experiencing anything you are not accurately perceiving that event or that experience. That's what the emotion is telling you. Pretty simple. But if you're never taught this, how would you know? If you were never taught that emotions indicate your perception of what's happening in the moment, you would perceive that things are happening to you if you don't like those things. And so you would seek to avoid those things. Now, most of you have lived your lives and perceive yourself as a victim from time to time and seeing yourself from a limited perspective in those areas that didn't feel good to you. And so naturally you wished and hoped and prayed that those things would change, but they won't change until you change. You've heard this many times before. The outside is simply a reflection of the inside. Change the inside, the outside has to change. But if you double down on thinking that's bad or wrong, Well, you're going to get more manifestation events that show you what you believe or who you're being. And you can be anything you want in this reality. There are no limits other than those that are self-imposed. So what would you want to be? Well, most humans would want to be one who can control their conditions. That's simply not going to happen. Because since the mechanism is in place already, since it is a reflection like any mirror, drawing on that mirror, changing the mirror, wishing and hoping the mirror would reflect back something differently will not work. You see, your perception is always in the moment. So once something has occurred, it is there. Once it is there and cannot be changed, you must admit that it's perfect. If you took the Mona Lisa and you got some crayons and someone said, improve this, you would say, it cannot be improved because it's perfect. It cannot be altered to be any better than it is. And we say, if you can't alter it, such as the present moment, then it must be perfect. So if you can look at perfection as that which cannot be altered, then you can consider the present moment is always perfect. Now, you'll have reactions to that present moment. You'll have judgments. You'll have an idea of how things should be based in your perspective. But remember, that perspective is always limited compared to the higher perspective of your inner self. And as you endeavor to go with the flow of what is happening, knowing that it must be perfect and that it's always there to present something to you, some indication, when you enjoy it, well, that means that you are aligned perfectly with the progress and trajectory of your life. If you were to look at everything as perfect, then you would be going with the flow of your life. But you can't know what's coming because what's coming is determined by your inner self. Your inner self wants to have the physical experience of something. And those physical experiences will be had. Free will exist primarily at the soul level. Once the soul has chosen experiences for this lifetime. You are the observer of it. You have free will, but not to change those experiences, simply to change how you perceive them. And how you perceive them is determined by your perspective. Your beliefs get in the way. Your identity gets in the way. Your mental construct gets in the way. What you've been taught. How you've seen others react or act you may have been inspired to certain things, but mostly you believe that it is appropriate to act this way in these situations. But what if you could think for yourself and what if you could know a little bit more than your fellow man? You see, you're all here embarking on a new ideology, a new way of thinking, a radically new way of thinking. From the perspective of the human, you are rising above the plain and simple, obvious conditions of everyday life. You are thinking in a new way. Others around you are not thinking this way. And they would probably not go along with you from where they are. Because fundamentally, beliefs keep you safe. And to alter those beliefs, allow in a little vulnerability. But vulnerability and surrender really are the key here. If you surrendered to the trajectory of your life, knowing that everything was perfect, you would offer no resistance and your vibration would naturally increase with every new experience. There'd be nothing holding you back. If you absolutely knew and believed what was happening was always happening for you and that the experiences that you think you would not like to have Will be the most profound, expansive, and interesting experiences of your life, then you could completely surrender into that life without having any need to control any aspect of it whatsoever. Within that vulnerability, you would open up your belief systems. Through the experiences that you have, the experiences would provide you with information that would cast out those beliefs that do not apply. Because simply stated, your limiting beliefs only exist because they are absent of the information that would contradict those beliefs. Once you have the evidence that contradicts any belief, the belief is rendered obsolete because you know better. And how do you get the information? Simply through experiences. And this is where inspiration comes in. You see, you'll be guided to a belief system that aligns perfectly with who you are, and you'll be moved into more and more experiences that unlock higher and higher densities. You will move easily and effortlessly through these densities without resistance. The resistance is contained in the belief system. Those beliefs are simply lacking information, the information to be found in experiences. Your inner self is guiding you to these experiences through inspiration, but you're saying, I don't want to do that. I don't think that will give me what I want. I'm trying to control this thing. And this idea does not have any relevance to what I want. And so if you resist the inspiration, if you resist what you're being led to, then manifestation events will form to do the work that inspired action would have done for you. That's why so many manifestation events don't feel good. Because you're put into these experiences without having any say in the matter, they come up, you react to them, you judge them as wrong or bad and wish they never happened. Well, if you were going along with inspiration all the time, there wouldn't be a lot of need for manifestation events because you're having the experiences and you're gaining the information. Now, we assure you that it'll be much more pleasant to go along with the inspiration rather than wait for the manifestation event. On the other hand, if you firmly believed that everything was happening for you, you wouldn't resist that which you call wrong or bad. You would think of it a new way. So either way, it would work out perfectly as long as you were in that non-resistant surrender state, knowing that you cannot know the way forward because your perspective is simply limiting. You cannot see all sides of the subject. You don't know which beliefs you have that are holding you back for the life that you wanna live. You don't even know the life you wanna live. You're assuming what others are living is the life that would be preferable to you, but this would be never the case. Those experiences were for those people, and they were having emotions and feelings based in those experiences. Whether they judge them as good or bad, or you judge them as good or bad, matters not because you can't see the whole picture. It's an evolutionary story over lifetime after lifetime after lifetime, expanding and expanding and expanding. All of your previous lives have brought you to this life. If you look around now and you say, of all the times in history that you could have been alive, where else would you want to be? You always wanted to be here. Therefore, everything in all of those past lives gave you the expansion you needed so you could be here now. Well, what about sometime in the future? Can't even imagine the magical times that are ahead that you would like to prepare for. And you're preparing for those lives in this life, having the experiences you need to have that will set you up perfectly to jump into the future that you are going to experience. Now, we don't mean to go to advanced here for you or to have you think more than is necessary. What we're trying to point out is the fact that your perspective right now is either in resistance or in acceptance. You don't know what's happening in the past, in the future, in this now moment, because none of those things exist from your linear perspective, but they surely exist In a non physical perspective, a perspective that from its vantage point can simply see more. And if you can trust that that vantage point, whether it's seen by your inner self, by source itself, by your millions of guidance and supporters, that vantage point has information that you need to experience. Can't be experienced in the non physical. There is no experience in the non physical such as there is here in this physical reality. There is no experience in other physical realities, such as there is in this earth physical reality. There is no experience in your human history, such as there is in this present day awakening period. You all wanted to be here. And what you call wrong or bad does not exist. It's just a form of resistance based in beliefs that don't have all the information. If you don't need to have all the information, but you can still have a wonderful life, that is the act of surrender. And with that, we'd like to talk to you about anything you'd like to talk about. Who'd like to start? Hi Joshua. Audrey. Yes, I was to ask you where were you 10 years ago? But that's not this it won't be my question, but you can answer it. The real question is about the Albert Einstein saying about uh, you cannot solve a problem with the same consciousness that created it. Can you expand, please? Well, we were always here. We would ask you, where were you? Where were you 10 years ago? Where were you 20 years ago? Where were you in other lifetimes? We are always available, always ready, always here. Just that Gary came along, decided to meditate, Decided to think about what he was thinking about during meditation. Enjoyed the conversations he was having with who he knew not. And then the question came, who is this? Now, who really asked that question? How did he get that idea? Well, if you would ask him 10 years ago, he would have said, I thought that idea. I thought of that question. And I pushed past the fear to ask that question but where did the question really come from? It came from his inner self. But he had to push past the fear to ask the question, who is this? And we happily replied, we are Joshua. You cannot be in the consciousness of the problem and the consciousness of the solution at the same time. The consciousness or vibration or perspective of the problem is on one side of the spectrum of whatever subject you're talking about. You could talk about anything, and there will be a problem side of the spectrum of that topic and a solution side. If you see it as a problem, then you are in the vibration of the problem. Otherwise, you couldn't see it as a problem. It'd be impossible. But to see it as a problem allows in the solution. Once someone gets to the vibration of the solution in that topic, that solution is revealed to them. That's how everything in reality is created. You could come to a vibration of the creation and never be in the vibration of the problem of that creation. Maybe you use that creation as a weapon. Well, then you would be using it for another reason, but it's still not the problem. It's still another creation. So you could be the creator of the hammer, and you could use it to happily pound in nails. And then someone could say, what else could this be used for? Oh, it could be used to beat someone up with it. That's a creation as well. The problem with the hammer being used to beat the victim comes from the perspective of the victim who's being beaten with the hammer. And anyone who witnessed that victim and anyone who exists in the fear of victimhood, that one day they too, or their loved one could be hit with the hammer. And so then someone will make a a law, you cannot use a hammer to hit another person. And that will apply to every single person who would never use a hammer ever to harm another person, but would never apply to the person who actually uses the hammer to hit another person. This is why your laws don't work. They're complied to by those who would never do the crime or who would never care about the penalty. You could have speeding limits all over the place and they will never apply to Gary. He does not care about the penalty and thus he exists not within the problem of a speed limit but within the joy of whatever speed he chooses to be going or is inspired to go at the time. So always remember If you lose something, you're in the vibration of the loss of that thing, and the finding of it cannot be achieved in that vibration. You will have to get yourself to the vibration of the finding of whatever it is you lost. How do you get to the vibration of the finding or the vibration of the solution? You don't care about it. You don't need it. You don't want it. You're not attached to it. You get in there through joy. What possible idea, what possible emotion or feeling could you get to? You could always get to curiosity. Wow, I wonder what the solution to this could be. And boom, you receive inspiration. If you're truly out of the vibration of the problem and truly into some form somehow above that emotional horizon line, some emotion or feeling, above that horizon line, such as curiosity or interest, you become a path of least resistance to the solution. Now, there might be someone who is even more in the vibration of the solution and even further away from the vibration of the problem, and it might come to them much quicker. Now, how could that be? Well, possibly they have a perspective of themselves such as inventor, and they believe that they are creative and that ideas come to them all the time, or that they even manufacture those ideas, and they're somehow skilled or intelligent, or they have some other feature that they believe is true, and so they become much more receptive to the inspiration, to the ideas, to that which has been created by those who are in the vibration of the problem. Now, the vibration of the problem, as you can see, Is creative. It often creates solutions, but those who remain in the consciousness of the problem will never be receptive to the solution. So, if you would like to be receptive to the solution, you must remove yourself from the vibration of the problem and somehow enter the vibration of the solution, which is generally curiosity or interest without any attachment. Wonderful question. Who's next? I'll go. Excellent. Joanne. Why would we ever create an intention or a specific intention such as I'm going to a meeting and I'm intending that people are going to listen to me at this meeting and it's going to be a wonderful experience. Um, Why would we do anything outside of I just intend to be joyful, to have fun, to let my pre-birth intentions play out because otherwise we're limiting our experience, even if it's for something that we perceive to be good? We would say that intentions would be general in nature, while goals would be more specific in nature. The more you're specific you get in any subject, the more you allow in the possibility of fear. I intend to make four sales in the sales call, or I intend to receive something I am meant to receive in this meeting with these people. The more general you make it, the more obvious it is to you what's happening because you're not in the vibration of the problem. The problem stated through the goal is I don't have enough money, therefore I have to make more sales or I don't have enough sales, therefore I've got to sell this thing or get my numbers up or whatever it is. Do you see how being more specific invites more fear? With more fear, you're in a vibration of everything you do not want. Everything you truly want is found in the vibration of the solution or in the vibration of love or joy. To be intentional, we would say, is to be as general as you possibly can. With the generality of that, you are seeing the good, seeing the right, seeing the perfection, seeing how easy everything is not holding on to attachments to an outcome, not needing anything to be different than it is. When you're in that state, we'll call it the state of surrendering to whatever experience you're having, you become receptive to information. The only value of any experience is the information contained in that experience. If you are setting out to get something accomplished from this experience, you're likely going to invite in fear And with fear comes more the illusion or the confusion. You won't see what's there for you to see. You'll have an agenda or an attachment to an outcome. And if that agenda or outcome do not happen, you'll remain in the fear state, oblivious to all the information that was there for you. Now, what good is any of that information? Well, information plugs holes in beliefs, and alchemizes those beliefs from limiting to empowering. You can't tell which beliefs need to be or could be filled with information. You don't even understand which beliefs are limiting because they change. But the more overall information you have, the less likely is it that you're gonna have limiting beliefs that are gonna keep you from acting when inspired. You are shifting moving from lower densities to higher densities, from fear to love, from not knowing to knowing. You are moving on a pathway. That trajectory is from a lower density to a higher density. You do that through your perspective of yourself in every area of your life. How you gain a higher perspective is to see yourself more. The reason you don't see yourself more right now is because you have a whole cadre of limiting beliefs. Without those limiting beliefs, you would literally see yourself as God. Seeing yourself as God, you would be like God, non-resistant, and you would elevate through the densities in a snap. Well, this is primarily what you're intending. How can I come into one lifetime and have the greatest shift in perspective? from limiting to expansive. You've had shift in perspective from every life you've ever experienced. And the greater the shift in perspective, the more interesting, exciting, exhilarating, exuberant this life is. It's that massive shift in perspective that you came for. Now, if you were guiding you, knowing that a massive shift in perspective is what you truly wanted, plus having all the experiences that you intended to have, how would you guide yourself? Well, you would say, the reason Joanne is not seeing herself more fully is because this limiting belief and that limiting belief and that limiting belief. And in each of those beliefs, there's missing information. But if Joanne had the experiences, there would be information there that would fill the hole in those limiting beliefs. But if she goes into experience saying, I want to get this specific thing out of that experience, she's going to miss the information that would fill the hole in the limiting belief. Every experience you have is full of information that gives you evidence that your limiting beliefs are not true. The result of this is confidence. Going forward with confidence, you're more likely to act on more inspiration that's sent directly to you from your guides, supporters, and yourself, This leads you to even more experiences at a higher level, even more depth of feeling, even more awareness about who you are, even more confidence, even more understanding of what other people are going through. Clarity, you see. Everything you truly want is being delivered to you through inspiration. If you're not getting the message of inspiration, if you're not having those experiences... If you're not understanding what's there for you, then you're going to have manifestation events that directly highlight specific limiting beliefs. But most humans will say that experience was wrong or bad and won't get the information anyway. And they'll have the experience over and over and over again. And you'll see patterns and, re- and recurring events happening in the lives of people around you. Now, if you understand what's really happening here is this movement through one experience after another experience to cause a shift in perspective over this lifetime that is massive, and knowing that every single one of your fears is based in a belief that is not true, especially in your identity, then you can go through the experiences with one intention. You start out by saying, my intention is to shift my perspective prior to the experience. I've agreed to this experience. I'm gonna have the experience. I think I know what I want out of this experience, but let's see if I can be general in my intentions so that I am more likely to be in the vibration of the joy within that experience. Well, it depends on the experience for you. So for a lot of you, public speaking may not be something you think that you want to experience. Being delightful and joyful and free and easy and happy at a funeral is something that you've not been trained to do. So you'll have to think in a new way, specifically for you. You'll have to see yourself as, you know what, somehow I've been drawn to these unusual teachings that. Teach me that everything is happening for everyone all at the same time, that nothing bad, wrong, or unwanted is actually happening. It's only done from the perspective of the human. If the human takes the limited perspective, they're going to see all the bad, all the unwanted. They're going to feel negative emotion because they're not perceiving accurately. But if I change my ways in any environment, no matter how I've been taught to behave or expect that, Well, maybe I'll see something different. Maybe actually I'll shift my perspective ahead of time, realizing that all of these people lived their entire lives to set up this event for me to have the experience I'm going to have. And then you're in that experience and all you do is look for perfection. If you see something is wrong or bad, you look at it again. How could that be perfect? If you feel negative emotion, you instantly realize that you're perceiving it inaccurately and you shift your perspective again. And then at the completion of that experience, you look back and you see how perfect and you drop to your knees in appreciation for every single person who is part of that experience. Knowing that they set it up for you. Now that perspective is insanely high and it'll only go as high as your belief system goes. But every time you bump up that belief system, by doing this shifting of perspective prior to any event, you bump it up and bump it up and bump it up, and this allows you to get more and more information that fills in the holes of more and more limiting beliefs, that you will notice your belief system expanding, and you'll be even more prepared to raise your perspective upon entering any new experience. And if you simply say, "I'm there for the joy of this experience," well, that will depend because can you really go to a funeral and say, "I'm there for the joy of this experience"? You certainly can; it's certainly possible. But does that conflict with your belief system? Maybe you could say in in something where other people would not find joy in a funeral. You can go in with. I'm open to the possibilities of seeing perfection in this experience. Well, perspection is the height of joy, but it means something a bit different, doesn't it? Because when you're seeking to discover the perfection that other people will not see, you're getting out of the vibration or out of the consciousness of the problem and into the consciousness of the truth, the joy the reality of what's going on. So imagine going to your next funeral and saying, that person lived a perfect life for them. Those relatives had a perfect interaction with this person while they were alive. This person who has transitioned is with them all the time now, can see them clearly, is guiding them in every step. Everything about this, the people that came to to show their love is perfect. The environment where they held the funeral is perfect. Where they decide to lay the person to rest is perfect. Look at that view. Everything is perfect. Now in that perfection, you're going to be the one person in that environment to see what's really happening. You're going to see the limiting beliefs of other people around. You're going to be seeing those who are of a higher perspective compared to some of the others. You're going to have experiences of joy that you might have missed otherwise. You're going to see things completely differently. This is what you all want. If you're in an illusion, and the illusion is caused by this idea of separation, and in that illusion, you must exist in a state of fear then it's like a fog all around you and you can't see clearly. But once you challenge the illusion and you say that actually I am connected to all that is, actually I am a powerful creator of my reality, and actually everything is perfect, not imperfect, then you move yourself into the consciousness of perfection. It doesn't mean you'll get really money-making ideas. It means that you'll be receptive to ideas that resonate with who you are, the intentions you set prior to your birth, and the life you intended to live. Now, let's take this one step further. Imagine going into the experience of this physical life as Joanne, your inner self set intentions. Those intentions were completely free of fear. And you are going to have the experiences you're going to have in this lifetime. As Joanne rising above the illusion and seeing yourself from the higher perspective, every single one of those experiences can be had in absolute joy. Every one of them. From the perspective of Joanne who did not understand this information 20 years ago, you can see how possibly that perspective was limited at the time causing the negative emotion associated with those events. It all had to do with your perspective at the time you went through the experience. Had you had this perspective you have now, you could have sailed through those experiences in joy, in humor, even. All any of you have to do is think about a relationship you had in high school or college that ended poorly, that you suffered through, and that you identified as heartbreak. Knowing what you know now, because time has passed and you've seen what's played out, you could go through that experience, that very short conversation of the breakup in absolute joy and even humor. It wouldn't affect you at all because you had all the information. The information then is the evidence of the higher perspective. The 20 year old you who went through that breakup that was so devastating was missing information. All the experiences you had since that time gave you information. With all the information that you have now, as this more fully formed, much higher perspective version of you, going back to that conversation, you'd have no fear. The fear is caused by beliefs that don't have the information. Having the information, there's no limiting beliefs in that one instance. And so you would sail right through through it. So imagine now that you have some experience and you don't feel positive emotion, you feel negative emotion, you say it's wrong or bad, you wish it didn't happen. You have this experience now, you know certainly that you don't have all the information but the information is available to you. You could download it right now if you get into the consciousness of that information, or you could simply go through experiences that would give you the information. If you were a willing participant in your dance with your inner self, accepting inspiration, you would be led into all the experiences that had all the information you would ever need. And you would never face a manifestation event because you're going with the flow of the inspiration and intuition and guidance that's coming to you. This is how easy life could be but you can't see it from a perspective of the victim. You can only see it from the perspective of the creator. Can you believe that you're the creator that's putting you in experiences that you do not want to be in? The reason you don't want to be in them is because you don't know what the future is going to hold for you, either in this life or future lives. But now with the perspective that you're having all these experiences, you you can have them enjoy, If you don't have joy, it's because you're missing information. More experiences give you more information, and this guidance is perfect as long as you're paying attention. It's going to make life so much easier for you. It's going to shoot you right into higher densities as soon as you're ready. You're going to see what's going on with the friends and family around you. You're going to see how you have behaved in relationships before or any situation before, from a limited perspective, thinking you needed something that you weren't getting. Now you can go forward knowing you have everything. You will always have everything. Lack is part of that illusion. Every single thing you need to do what you need to do is given to you or had by you in the moment you need it. That's abundance, and that abundance is your birthright. The more general you are in nature, the more receptive you'll be to more information. The more specific you get, well, the more fear has a chance of leaking in there. Does that make sense? Absolutely, perfect. Thank you so much. Wonderful question, thank you. Joshua? Yes. Hi, um, so I'm having a hard time keeping a higher density. Uh, surrounded by people who are very low. My mother's going into a nursing home. And that's, objectively speaking, a tough situation. People feel vulnerable. They feel like victims. It's really hard for me to be looking forward to this and feeling good about it. The density exists where you exist. That's all. If you were in a very high density, then you would just simply see things from that perspective. No one else knows what density they're in. Nobody else knows that they're in a thicker, slower, more fearful density. They are there because of how they think about themselves, their own perspective. If you had a 10% higher perspective, you would see 10% more perfection in the same exact situation because we promise you it's there. You would see the perfect conditions, the nursing home or the hospital or wherever your mother is, the people who come to take care of her, the love being given to her by family members and friends, whatever she needs, she is receiving perfectly for her. We'll give you an example from Gary's life. Gary's mother was raised in boarding schools. She was sent away for most of her life. She did not have the being taken care of part that many of you are familiar with. She was in a big school with nuns and teachers and other girls who were all living in dormitories. When she got older, she manifested a stroke. That stroke required she had three full-time ladies watching over her this was an experience that she did not have in childhood of being absolutely babied and taking care of her. Luckily enough, Gary was along long enough in this process where he could see that and he could realize that while she was honoring, complaining and wishing things were different, she was getting the experience that she really wanted to have. And realizing that that experience does not have to come From family members. It can come from anyone because we are all connected. There is no separation. And to say that that experience has to be from a mommy and a daddy could come from three beautiful, wonderful women. Doesn't matter. So when you can see that possibly the situation where your mother is in right now is everything that she really wants to experience because this experience will be expansive. And when she returns to the non-physical, she will benefit from that expansion. She may be honory as she's going forward, because she's simply looking at it from the limited perspective. You are welcome to join her in that limited perspective and say it's hard, but that's not going to be of a benefit to anyone, because in that consciousness of the problem, you're going to only receive urges to change the conditions because you feel negative emotion. It's like putting your hand on a hot stove and pulling it off, but the stove was never hot. You just imagined it was hot because it was lit red, but there's never really any heat coming off that stove. But you had a jerk reaction and hit the guy behind you. If you shift your perspective It's no coincidence that I've been in these teachings over the last so many months. It's no coincidence that I've raised my perspective in all these areas of my life, that I've met all these people that have had all these amazing experiences, that I've learned so much, that I've involved myself in this work right before this situation. Could it be that this all came to you to prepare you for this situation? so that you could be the one who stands in the consciousness of the solution and moves through this process in joy or ease? What would be the benefit of you specifically moving through this process, seeing perfection? Would that change anyone else's experience? Well, there's two ways to look at that. If you hadn't heard none of these teachings, and were basically the same perspective that you were a few years ago, what is likely to have happened? Would you feel better, or would you feel not so good? Would you be more receptive to words and actions and deeds that would be a benefit to everyone else, or would you be more reacting and arguing and fighting and wishing things were different? Would you be able to assist the others who are going through this, or are you more equipped to assist them now? Can you express love? And is this a perfect environment to practice expression of love? Can you be the example of one who actually sees perfection in this? This is not a tragedy whatsoever. There is nothing wrong going here at all. You are not losing anyone. But can you rise above the illusion of things are going wrong? while everyone else is in that illusion and expecting you to be as miserable as they are. They don't realize in their disharmony and misery, they've lost connection with all the information that would be of benefit to everyone in the situation. But you have access to that information only if you can feel comfortable being a new way. Acting differently, not wanting them to take your position or wanting to share anything with them, but simply somehow being calm, cool, and collected. Simply being confident that everything's working out perfectly. And then getting the inspiration that no one else can get. The brilliant idea is, why don't we try this? Why don't we do all this? Oh, have you heard of this thing or this place or this person? But primarily, can you go through this experience, this manifestation event, and say, was I thrust into this experience against my will, or is this an experience that my inner self knew would help me expand my overall soul's energy, vibration, whatever, And going through this experience in joy was the experience that I intended. Sure. Let's say you've had a hundred past lives. Let's say you've had a hundred mothers who've gone through hundreds of situations like this. And every single time you commiserated and moaned and complained and got depressed and wished things would be different and acted on urges and got into fights and made things even more difficult. And here you are, this one opportunity of hundreds and hundreds of similar experiences to be different. If you be different in this condition, in this experience, the mirror will reflect your beingness. This is how you want to live. Thank you. Thank you. We have time for one silly question. This should be the silliest question in the history of all eternity, all past, all future. The silliest question in this moment. Who would like to ask that silly question? Hi, Joshua. Daryl! So, whenever I walk my dog by, I see people's face smile with delight and joy. And um, I think it's because she has really expensive jewelry and makeup on. Um, but I'm thinking that since I paid for her jewelry and makeup, can I get 20% of her karma points like a good agent since, you know, I paid for her jewelry and makeup? Yes. Next question. <laughs> when someone comes along and sees your, no, we wouldn't call it a puppy. We'd call it a little, not even little. We call it a beast that certainly people could have fear. But you could imagine walking down the street with a toy poodle and and have an idea of the reaction of people. You could imagine walking a lion down the sidewalk and imagine their reaction. Their reaction is always going to be based in fear or lack of fear. If there's nothing to fear, they will naturally be in joy as long as nothing else is pressing. If they are in fear in any situation, they are going to receive urges to change the conditions. They'll cross the street, they'll run away, they'll call the police, they'll yell, they'll say something to you. If you can act in a way that eliminates people's fears, you'll be highly successful in everything you do. However, it will be an act because you cannot be responsible for their fears. You cannot create their reality, you cannot change them. But you don't have to influence them in fear either. And so those who are in fear will tend to find others in fear and they will tend to have altercations or experiences or manifestation events. But in fear, there's a lot of the illusion and they won't see the value of that event. They won't receive the inspiration because They're in the vibration of the problem. When you're in the vibration of joy, joy meets joy. Joy attracts joy. Joy is in everything that you do. And you will find that it would be impossible to find anyone in fear. But do you ever find anyone in fear? And why is that? Well, because there is some of that illusion still within all of you. There will always be. There's still some limiting beliefs. So there is no way to manipulate the system. The system is simply going to show you what's going on. You have a dog that is sweet and lovely and decorated to alleviate the fear that could be perceived by its size, by its teeth. Gary has a dog that is small, but elicits great fear because it's unpredictable. You have no idea, depending on the person. If the person inherently is afraid of dogs, they're more likely to be in fear of Bodhi than of your sweet pup. Put a little sweater on Bodhi, suddenly he was cute and alleviates a little bit of that fear. But the fear is always there to some extent. So as long as people keep their hands off the floor or wear thick-soled shoes, they're fine. You can't really account for anyone else's fear. But as you move to higher and higher densities, you get clarity. And so you can see what's actually going on in the lives of those around you. Most humans have no idea the amount of fear they're in. It's impossible for them to see it because they're swimming into themselves. They have no idea the amount of fear that they're in. They can perceive things in a way that you cannot perceive because you are not in that fear and vice versa. You may say something totally innocent. They may take it as an attack. They may say something from their perspective, totally innocent. You may take it as an attack depending on where your fear lies. Now think of your fear spectrum as this multicolored grid. Every grid represents an area of your life and every color represents the amount of fear or not fear that you have within that area of your life. That grid is responsible for how you perceive your reality. That's it. That grid is the illusion. Without the illusion of separation, every color in there would light up to a much higher degree. There'd be a little bit of fear, but nothing as you experience now. Now, every single box within that grid represents a different area of your life and a different intensity of fears based in beliefs and identity. Open the identity, you lighten up everything in there because it's all related to the identity. Open your belief system somehow. It all lightens up. As it lightens up, it's representative higher and higher and higher densities. So if you could see someone's grid, you could associate that grid with, an, with a density. You could associate that grid with an identity. You could decode the person where they are in density and what their identity is based in their grid. <laughs> From that you would know exactly what information is missing. Because the fear, all of it, is missing information. And you could lead them into experiences that would provide information that would lighten up their grid. And that's exactly what your inner self is doing all the time. And if you're acting on the inspiration, you're having experiences, you're gaining information, you're lightening up that grid. And as a result, the natural... Feeling is joy. And with that, we are complete. Thank you, Joshua. Thank you, Joshua. Thanks, Joshua. Bye. Thank you, Joshua. Bye. Thanks, everyone. Have a wonderful week. Well, that was very interesting. Uh, it was quite deep there. You might have to listen to it a few times over again. This idea of surrendering and really just looking forward to what the next step is you will be taken into that next step. There's nothing you have to do. But when you can hold your perspective up as you go through any experience, you really get all the information. And this is what the key is here. Our limiting beliefs are beliefs that don't have information. As we have experiences, we get more and more information. It fills in the holes in the limiting beliefs and they become empowering beliefs. And then you become more effective and you raise in densities and your intuitive abilities come online and receive more inspiration, have more clarity, build deeper relationships, physically you feel better. This is really the idea of coherence. It's unifying the mind, body, and spirit. And with all the stuff we're listening to and the work we're doing in the courses and all that stuff, it's great, but we've sort of left the body behind. And this is what activations do. They switch on certain genes and prepares your body for exactly what you're going through. You may have heard of this idea of ascension symptoms, and this is because the body's been left behind. You're rising in densities, and these activations enable the body to exist within these higher densities without the fear. As we move forward into higher densities, what we're doing is we're releasing limiting beliefs because we can't take those with them. But there's a lot of fear, energy, uh, trauma from childhood that's trapped in the body. What I noticed on my last activation I could feel the fear leaving. I could feel it moving around in my root chakra and sacral chakra, which, you know, a year ago, I would have called you woo-woo for thinking about this stuff. But I've seen so much evidence in the last year of people really being helped and especially in their body through these activations. Mine was no exception to that. I feel absolutely amazing in my body. I have so much energy. Uh, There's no aches and pains I feel like I'm 20 years old, almost like I'm high on some drug. And all you do is lay there and you have a blindfold on and you listen to it. You won't understand it. It works on its own. There's nothing you have to do, which is nice. There's no uh, assignments and no reading and no daily spiritual practice. You just do a special meditation during the week. And then on the weekend, you listen to your activation. So if you'd like to be part of this group, we're starting December 2nd. I think it'd be an amazing thing to try. All you need to do is send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com. And I will send you a packet of information. It's about five pages. You can read everything that we know. And if you're in this group too, you can invite a friend for free. You split the cost with them, whatever you like to do. It's one ninety nine, so it's not very expensive. And you don't have to pay it all once. You can pay a deposit now and pay as you go through the next four weeks. All right, well, thanks again for being here and like and subscribe and leave a review and do all that stuff you do that. Uh, you know, we really don't, don't have any interaction with a lot of the people who are listening. And so when you leave a comment and we get to read about what you think about this show and that uh, this is having an impact on you, it's wonderful here for us to see that. So thanks again for everything. And until next time, have a wonderful week. Bye.